That's okay. I think we can clap for that. <laughs> Thank you. Sunday. This is the day that that we give thanks to God and praise Him for Martin Luther and other reformers of the church. Uh, more importantly, we just we don't just thank and praise Him for Martin Luther and others, but we we give great um, thanks and we celebrate the fact that we are saved by faith through Jesus Christ and through, um, not by what we have done, but by what, by what he has done for us on the cross. And as followers of Christ, redeemed by him and by his blood, we enjoy this incredible freedom in the gospel that we will hear about in our gospel reading today. For our friends and, and, and others worshiping online or on the radio, just a reminder to go to our website, which is chapelofthecross.org. Uh, there you will find the bulletin under the resources tab, and there's ways for you to give your offering to the Lord and his church under the give tab. 
I've, I've got quite a number of announcements to share with you today, so uh, just, just a fair warning for that. Uh, today, Chapel's youth group will be gathering at Grace Lutheran Chapel in Belfont and Neighbors for trunk or treat. Hopefully the weather breaks so we, uh, the kids can have a dry time doing that. Uh, everyone's invited to bring their kids and their grandkids to the trunk or treat. That's a great way to fellowship not just with our brothers and sisters in Christ from the two churches, but also with our community uh, surrounding our churches. More information about that event is in the Chapel Weekly. On Saturday, Veterans Day, we've been announcing this for a, for a few weeks, uh, but just so, so that's top of mind, Chapel of the Cross will honor our churches and community's veterans by hosting a Veterans Day potluck uh, from 1 until 3 p.m. on that day. We still need quite a few to sign up to bring food for that day, so if you could see the sign-up sheet at the Welcome Center. Also, for our veterans who will be attending, please bring a photo of yourself in uniform so we can display that on that special day. Again, that's Saturday, the 11th of November, 1 to 3 p.m. Our fall senior and homebound worship service and lunch will take place on Monday, November 20th. Worship starts at 11 a.m. and lunch follows down in the gym. Uh, as we always announce, you don't have to be a senior or, or homebound to attend that service. We'd love to have you, uh, but we, do, uh, we would appreciate if you could sign up so we know how many are coming. Uh, so there's a sign-up sheet at the Welcome Center. If you can volunteer to help that day, that also would be appreciated. Uh, please let the church office know if you can help. And more information about that, too, is in your weekly. Thanksgiving cards on the table in the commons area. Those cards will be hand delivered with a little bag of goodies and some devotional materials to our homebound members. If you wouldn't mind, please take some time and sign those cards as we wish our homebound members a blessed Thanksgiving. Helping Hand Pantry will be giving out Thanksgiving boxes to families in need, and chapel members are invited to donate the food items that will be in, in those Thanksgiving boxes. So how we do that is, is on the table over by the office area, there are little cards uh, that have food items printed on there. If you could bring one or more of those food items, take that card with you uh, as a reminder, and then bring that food back to Chapel of the Cross by November 12th, that Sunday. And uh, you may donate cash if you wish to do it that way, too, instead of purchasing food. Uh, making checks out to Helping Hands Food Pantry. And we do thank you very much uh, for helping with that and bringing joy to our community through through these Thanksgiving boxes. The Mary Martha Guild is also selling mix, mixing fixins, which are ingredients put together to make cookies and coffee cake and the like. Uh, all proceeds from that uh, goes toward ministry. So pick up some of those mixing fixins today. I think they're running kind of low. So uh, after church, you might want to get that. We'll, uh, we'll get together.
and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Beloved in the Lord, let us draw near with a true heart and confess our sins unto God our Father, beseeching him in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to grant us forgiveness. Our hope is in the name of the Lord, who made heaven and earth. I said I would confess my transgressions unto the Lord, and you forgave the initiative of my sin. Almighty God, our Maker and Redeemer, we poor sinners confess unto you that we are by nature sinful and unclean, and that we have sinned against you by thought, word, and deed. Wherefore, we flee for refuge to your infinite mercy, seeking and imploring your grace for the sake of our Lord Jesus Christ. O most merciful God, who has just given the only begotten Son to die for us, have mercy upon us, and for his sake grant us remission of all our sins, and by your Holy Spirit increase in us true knowledge of you and of your will and true obedience to your word, to the end that by your grace we may come to everlasting life. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, has had mercy upon us and has given his only Son to die for us and for his sake forgives us all our sins. To those who believe on his name, he gives power to become the children of God and has promised them his Holy Spirit. He that believes and is baptized shall be saved. Grant this, Lord, unto us all. Amen.
Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us pray. I thank you, my Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have kept me this night from all harm and danger. And I pray that you would keep me this day also from sin and every evil, that all my doings and life may please you. For into your hands I commend myself, my body and soul, and all things. Let your holy angel be with me, that the evil foe may have no power over me. Amen. Please be seated. The Old Testament reading is from the 14th chapter of Revelation. Then I saw another angel flying in midair, and he had the eternal gospel to proclaim to those who live on the earth, to every nation, tribe, language, and people. He said in a loud voice, Fear God and give him glory, because the hour of his judgment has come. Worship him who made the heavens, the earth, the sea, and the springs of water. This is the word of the Lord. We read responsibly Psalm 46. God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. <laughs> Mountains fall into the earth, sea, though its waters roar and foam and mountains quake with their surging. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within her. She will not fail. God will help her at break of day. Nations are in uproar. Kingdoms fall. He lifts his voice. The earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortune. Come and see the works of the Lord, the desolations he has brought on the earth. He makes wars cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shield with fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Abraham is our refuge. Let me 
The epistle is from the third chapter of Romans. Now we know that whatever the law says, it says to those who are under the law, so that every mouth may be silenced and the whole world held accountable to God. Therefore, no one will be declared righteous in his sight by observing the law. Rather the law, we become conscious of sin. But now a righteousness from God apart from law has been made known, to which the law and the prophets testify. This righteousness from God comes through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe. There's no difference, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, and are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. 
God as a sacrifice of atonement through faith in his blood. He did this to demonstrate his justice because in his forbearance, he had left the sins committed beforehand unpunished. He did demonstrate his justice at the present time so as to be just and the one who justifies those who have faith in Jesus. Where then is boasting? It is excluded. On what principle? On that of observing the law? No, that faith. For we maintain that a man is justified by faith apart from observing the law. The word of the Lord. Gospel according to St. John, the eighth chapter. Glory, Glory to you, o Lord. Lord. To the Jews who believed in him, Jesus said, If you hold to my teachings, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. They answered him, We are Abraham's descendants and have never been slaves of anyone. How can you say that we shall sell? we shall be set free. Jesus replied, I tell you the truth. Everyone who sins is a slave to sin. Now a slave has no permanent place in the family, but a son belongs to it forever. So if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, O Christ. Please be seated for the singing of the hymn of the word.
Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. This Sunday, as you know, it's a, a, a great blessing to be able to celebrate the Reformation here at Chapel of the Cross. It was on October 31st, 506 years ago, October 31st, 1517, when Martin Luther walked to his church in the town of Wittenberg and he nailed the 95 Theses to the church door, which was basically the bulletin board of the community, 95 statements of faith. And they were all statements about the grace of God in Christ Jesus, statements uh, for, about the free forgiveness that God gives to his people. And there were 95 statements that challenged the church. And there were 95 statements that opened the eyes of the, of the people of God. And, and we thank God for them. There's much to celebrate when it comes to the Reformation. But, but I do want to make it clear. We do not celebrate today the man, Martin Luther. I mean, we, we think about him, for sure. We thank God for him, talk about him at this time, and that's, that's fine, that's good. But Martin Luther was just a man that God used. 
a man that God used mightily, to be sure, but he was just a man. He is not the reason we celebrate on Reformation Day. We celebrate this day because we have a God, a God who loves his church, a God who calls his people together, a God who gives that church his word, a God who cleanses that church from sin, a God who gives his beloved children freedom in the gospel, a God who promises his help and promises his presence with us in this broken world. That's why we celebrate today. That's why we celebrate the Reformation. And you can see that so clearly in the psalm of the day, Psalm 46. We, we read that responsively a few minutes ago. Listen to just a portion of that one more time. God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Where do Christians often turn in times of trouble? Where, where do you turn in times of trouble? When there is, is disaster or war or pain or disappointment or despair or mourning or tragedy and you pick up your Bible, where do you turn? So very often we find ourselves in the Psalms. At least I do. Psalmist in Psalm 121, he asks a question. He says, I lift up my eyes to the hills. Where does my help come from? And then he answers his own question. He says, I know where my help comes from. My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. With the thought that if, you know, if he can make the heavens and the earth, well, certainly he can help me. Psalm 91 confesses the protection and the security of our God. Psalmist writes, he who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. Surely he will save you from the fowler's snare and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you will find refuge. Confident of his relationship with his God, David says in Psalm 27, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Filled with remorse and contrition because of sin, David prays a prayer that we often echo in Psalm 51. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your unfailing love. According to your great compassion, blot out my transgressions. Wash away all my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. And of course, there's the 23rd Psalm. Now, I don't believe we've had a funeral here at Chapel of the Cross where we don't confess that Psalm with David, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And he leads me and he guides me even through the valley of the shadow of death. And surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Oh, the, the Psalms are just full of the promises and the encouragement and the blessing of our God. And we see that again in the Psalm of the Day for Reformation, Psalm 46. 
In fact, it's said of Martin Luther that there were times during the dark and dangerous periods of the Reformation when he was, he was terribly discouraged. He was terribly depressed. But at those times, he would turn to his friend and his co-worker, Philip Melanchthon, and he would say, come, Philip, let us sing the 46th Psalm. I love that. Luther loved this psalm. Loved it so much that he wrote his most famous hymn on Psalm 46. A mighty fortress is our God. That's a hymn that's often called the battle hymn of the Reformation. And, and you can kind of see why, can't you? I mean, that is not one of those hymns you sing quietly, is it? No, you, you belt it out like you did this morning. And it's kind of like you're marching to war against the evil one. And in fact, it was sung by German Lutheran princes as they, as they entered Augsburg to face Charles V at the Imperial Diet of 1530 when the Augsburg Confession was presented. And King, King Gustavus Adolphus of Sweden, he used that as a battle anthem during the, the Thirty Years' War in the early 1600s. You can see why it's been called the battle hymn of the Reformation. But that is not what Martin Luther called it. He did not call it a battle hymn. He called the mighty fortress a hymn of comfort. We have comfort in God's grace, in his word, in his presence, in his love. We have comfort even as we struggle and even as we suffer, even as mountains shake and waters roar. Where war rages, God is the one, Psalm 46 says, who breaks the bow and shatters the spear. And when chaos seems to reign, God speaks to us through that psalm. Be still, he says. Be still, he says, with love and with compassion. And know that I am God. No matter what happens in this world, even as, as, as if it's just all seeming to fall apart, I am your God. And as your God, I love you. And I am with you. Your future is secure in me. Be still and know that I am God. But not only does he speak to us those words in a very different way, he speaks to the war makers and the chaos creators. With authority and with might, he says to them, Be still. Know that I am God. And God pulls rank. And all those kings and all the princes and all the rulers of the nations, those who thought they are the most powerful, as though they are the highest authority, as though they think they are in charge, God says, Uh-uh. No. Be still. Know that I am God. But how can we be so sure? Well, the psalmist tells us, it's a refrain of the psalm, says it twice. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. The Lord Almighty. The Lord of hosts, that's another translation of that name of God, Yahweh Sabaoth. Our God, that God, our God of hosts, God Almighty, He is with us. The God who has the hosts, the angelic armies, under His command and under His control. 
Now, there's this wonderful story in Second Kings that gives a little bit of insight into the angelic hosts, this army of angels at God's command. The prophet Elisha was in the city of Dothan, and the, the king of Aram, who was at war with Israel, surrounded the city. They wanted to kill Elisha because God kept telling Elisha what Aram was doing, the king of Aram was doing, and he would then tip off the king of Israel. And that was very, very frustrating for the king of Aram. So, so finally, the Arameans, they, they catch up to Elisha, and they, during the night, surround the city with horses and chariots. And Elisha's servant wakes up, he looks outside, and he sees the Aramean army. Oh, my Lord, what are we going to do? And Elisha said, in confidence of his God, don't be afraid. Those who are with us are more than those who are with them. And then Elisha prayed, oh, Lord, Open his eyes so he may see. And the Lord opened the, opened the servant's eyes and he looked and he saw the hills full of the horses and the chariots of fire of the heavenly host all around Elisha. The Lord Almighty, the Lord of hosts, he is all powerful. And he, that God, is with us. And that power, that can be very, very frightening if he's against you. But if that God is for you, that power is very comforting. The Lord of hosts, the Lord Almighty is with you. But not only is this God who is with us the Lord of hosts, but the God who is with us is also the God of Jacob. You heard what the psalmist says. He says, he says, the Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. You know, the psalmist could have said that a little differently. You know, he could have said, the God of Abraham is your refuge. The God of Isaac. The God of Moses. But he doesn't. He doesn't say that. He says, the God of Jacob is with us. The God of Jacob is your fortress. You and I know Jacob, don't we? Jacob came out of the womb grabbing hold of his twin brother Esau's heel. So his daddy named him Jacob, which in Hebrew means grabber. But that name has a few other connotations in Hebrew. It also can mean deceiver or cheater. And Jacob, he lived up to his name, didn't he? He and his mother schemed and deceived and true to his name cheated stole the birthright from his brother he's a trickster he's a cheat a thief later he meets a man who turns out not to be a man at all it's god himself and jacob wrestles him all night he wrestles with god and the god of this guy who if you think about it is an awful lot like you and me trickster, a cheat, a thief, a guy who really did not have it all together, a person who wrestles with God. His God is also your God. The God of this guy, the God of Jacob, he is also with you. This God is your fortress. Isn't it comforting to know that not only is our God all-knowing and all-powerful and almighty, the Lord of hosts, but he is also 
the God of sinners. Sinners like Jacob. Sinners like you and me. He is the God of people who don't have it all together. He is the God of people who mess up. He is the God who loves us unconditionally in spite of our tendency to blow it, our inclination to fail, our penchant to sin. And he offers to you and to me a fortress against the powers of sin and death, a fortress won by a cross and by the sacrificial death of God's beloved son. It is a fortress of salvation. It is a fortress of safety for the son and daughter of God. That is your fortress, and that is mine. And God offers to you and to me a refuge, a place to flee from the devil and from his wicked ways and his evil works. He gives you the refuge of the church and we gather together with our Savior, and we gather with, the, with God's people to hear his word, to receive the sacraments, to be blessed with the comfort and the peace that only can come from God. Even as we live in the middle of a world where it seems as if the earth is just giving way and the mountains are falling into the heart of the sea. We have a refuge and we have a fortress. No wonder when Luther was discouraged and when he was depressed, he would turn to his buddy Philip and say, let us sing that 46th Psalm. And no wonder Luther wrote a hymn based on that Psalm that he would not call a battle hymn, but a hymn of comfort. Because God was his refuge and God was his strength, a very present help in trouble. And God is our refuge. And God is our strength, a very present help in trouble. Because the Lord Almighty is with us, the God of Jacob is our fortress. Amen. Now may the peace of God which surpasses all understanding keep our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Would you please stand as together we speak and confess our faith together in the words of the Nicene Creed. You find that on page 12 in your bulletin. Together we confess. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten, not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven and was incarnate by the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary and was made man and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried. And the third day he rose again according to the scriptures and ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of the Father. And he will come again with glory to judge both the living and the dead, whose kingdom will have no end. And I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, 
who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, who spoke by the prophets. And I believe in one holy Christian and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray for the whole people of God in Christ Jesus and for all people according to their needs. We praise you, O God, for the preserving the truth of your holy word for us to hear, read, learn, and believe. And we thank you for creating and sustaining the church. Move your church throughout the world to hold fast to your truth and to proclaim the good news of salvation with boldness so that by your grace, the hearts and minds of people everywhere may continually be transformed. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Thank you, Lord, for Martin Luther and other reformers who risked their lives in order to proclaim your word of grace and whom you used to reveal against again the truth of your word lord in your lord keep us steadfast in your word lord in your mercy hear our prayer lord give us the grace to know that all good things come from you give us faith that enables us to rest confidently up under your care and give us trust that you will provide even as we joyfully and generously give from our resources. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Gracious Lord, you invite us to be still and know that you are God. In times of trouble, be our refuge and strength. Help us to rest under your grace and protection. In prosperous times, teach us again that our well-being depends not upon us and our work, but upon your heavenly blessings. Lord, in your mercy, hear yeah. our prayer. O Prince of Peace, we pray for the people of Israel and Palestine and all those affected by the ongoing conflict in the Middle East. We ask for your guidance, wisdom, and strength to bring about a peaceful resolution to this situation. And we pray for the safety and well-being of all those involved. May your love and compassion fill the hearts of leaders and individuals so that evil and terrorism is defeated and all people in the region may find a way to coexist in harmony. Lord, in your mercy, yeah. hear our prayer. We praise you, O God, for the gift of health and for the healthcare professionals through which you serve those in need. Restore to health those who seek healing. Today we especially place into your hands the needs of those who are hospitalized and all who are struggling against illness and infirmities, including A.J. Wade and Anit Rukert and Brandy Mosley, as they both have surgery this upcoming week. And Edom Iqbo, who is hospitalized. We pray, Lord, that you place your healing hand upon them 
and give them courage in their afflictions. Lord, in your mercy, hear hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, for all the saints who now rest from their labors with you in paradise, we give you thanks and praise. Give comfort and peace to those who mourn their passing. Today we especially remember the Lutheran North community and the family and loved ones of Paul Chrysler, who died this past Monday. Don Loberg and his family, as they mourned the death of his wife, Mary Jo, and the family and loved ones of Stan Jones, who died in the Lord on Wednesday. Preserve all of of us in the one true faith, that we may one day join them and all your saints in praising you for eternity. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We thank you, Lord, for all your gifts. Today, we especially praise you with Charles and Connie Scott as they celebrate their 55th wedding anniversary this week. Manfred Loesch and his family as they celebrate his 85th birthday. And Brandon and Tanisha Bowen and grandparents Jerry and Dawn Bowen on the birth of a son and grandson, Brendan Christian Bowen II, born this past Monday. Continue to bless and care for those, for these your children, as they give thanks for your good gifts. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Into your hands, O Lord, we commend ourselves and all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, Amen. Amen. Please be seated as we gather our offerings to the Lord.
please rise. We will continue our service with starting with the sacrament, which is on page 14. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give him thanks and praise. It is truly good, right, and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you. Holy Lord, almighty Father, everlasting God, through Jesus Christ our Lord, whose perfect righteousness is given to us freely through the faith in him. Therefore, with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and singing. remember us in your kingdom and teach us always to pray our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ, on the night which he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way also he took the cup after supper. And when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you. This is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And also with you.
Please stand as you are able. No, made us eating and drinking of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Body and blood, strengthen and preserve you in the true faith until life everlasting. Depart in peace. Amen. Let us pray. We give thanks to you, Almighty God, that you have nourished our bodies and souls through your holy word and through the gift of your Son's body and blood. Grant that we heed your gospel call to share throughout the world the message of him who alone sets us free. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen. Amen. Please remain standing as we sing our closing hymn. Thank you.